Welcome back to the Venari podcast. Um, for this week's episode, we're joined by Daniel Levin-Harris. Uh, Daniel is the CEO and founder of Mango Logistics. Uh, they're a business actually founded here in London in 2004, um, and they provide end-to-end logistics solutions, including warehousing, fulfillment, last mile delivery services, as well as UK next day and international courier services. Daniel, welcome. Morning, Gov. Good, uh, good to see you this morning. Thanks for having me on your uh, podcast show. What should we call it? Yeah, podcast. Uh, and good thank you for being on. Uh, I know you're a busy individual, so it's always great having a few minutes with you. Always good to see you. Uh, and today's episode, obviously, we're going to be, you know, discussing Mango Logistics, you know, understanding the business, but also focusing on last mile delivery services uh, and kind of the future of it. Um, and with that in mind, uh, to kick us off, do you mind giving us a bit of a background on Mango uh, and also last mile delivery? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mango, uh, as, you, as you mentioned earlier, thanks very much for the intro, uh, um, founded in 2004. Um, it's morphed into very different things over the years. Um, like most businesses, they pivot. Uh, we started off as a UK next day and international courier uh, delivery business. Uh, then we got into removals. Through removals, we got into storage. At the time, uh, very much uh, domestic storage. So people needing uh, space for loft refurbishments or basement extensions, et cetera, needing long-term storage for the personal goods. Uh, over the last 10 years, that's very much that pendulum's switch now to business storage, so it's, uh, excess stock, forward stock location, uh, fulfillment pick and pack, um, and last mile delivery with that in, in tow. Um, so, that's Mango, uh, you know, our biggest bit now is micro warehousing around central London, uh, an ability to deliver very, very quickly within the last sort of two hours for a, lot, a true last mile delivery. It's good that you've asked what a, a mile, a last mile delivery is. It's, it's the action of that, that last leg of the journey uh, to, the, to the client or customer's door, that may be B2B or B2C. Um, that, that's last mile delivery. I think logistics companies have been doing it forever, but it's, it's a term that's used a lot in the last few years. Certainly, you mentioned a lot of businesses have been doing this recently. Um, given the push for sustainability, in your opinion, what are the environmental strategies that we're seeing um, being implemented within this vertical? When I say it's been done for a long time, last mile delivery historically would have been from a depot outside of town uh, with lots of vans loading up for the day driving into town for, for that last mile, which wouldn't have been a mile, it would have been 20 miles before they got to town. Um, I think we're getting closer to the customer now with micro warehousing. So just by that uh, action alone, we're able to use different vehicles, smaller vehicles, in, environmentally fr- friendly vehicles, i.e. cargo bikes, small electric um, delivery vehicles. Uh, cargo bikes, not just similar to the picture behind me with my son on it. Um, so. I think we got close to the clients. We can use different vehicles. We can go back and load up again. We don't need to do that 20 mile uh, journey from a depot. So we've gotten close to the clients. We can use different vehicles for that. And that's that's the main um, environmental impact or a better environmental impact, I should say. Yeah, we're even seeing some big companies like IKEA now investing in urban warehousing. Obviously the huge investment on Oxford Street, um, with, I think it was at the top shops flagship office in terms of taking yeah. that yeah it's very much how much can we get closer to the customer and also it's very much in line with what the customer wants now 
very much so. And, and a lot of properties are re being repurposed. I'm not sure that they're, they're all the right type of properties, but people are looking to repurpose stuff and, and get closer to the client. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to ask you, in terms of big data, how will this affect last mile delivery? Um, I think we can get better, more efficient at it in terms of routing, definitely. Um, per what purpose of vehicles do we use? So you mentioned IKEA, if it's a two-man delivery, um, you, you, you know, you can do your routes better and try and divide those goods rather than, uh, you know, all two-man delivery uh, goods go on to two-man delivery vehicles and vice versa. Um, so, so routing is a big one. Uh, customer intelligence. So knowing what, you know, if you've delivered to a certain client a few times, what their preference is, leave it on the doorstep, deliver it in the evening. Um, so trying to gain this knowledge and understanding of what the clients want. It's uh, it's not necessarily our data. Sometimes it's a, it's the brand's data um, and it's their choice if to, if to share it with us. But the stuff that we know is making us more efficient also in layout and warehouse. So quick moving goods, you put them at the front of the warehouse, slow moving goods could be at the back of the warehouse or, or higher up on a different shelf. Um, so rotation of, of goods, that that's where, the, where we're seeing a lot of um, use in the data. I was going to ask what type of products Mango are usually um, delivering at the moment? Um, we, we've got an alcohol license and organic certifications. So anything from, um, we've got a, a, a very well-known uh, Rosé brand, um, coffee, coffee pods, my coffee this morning from one of our clients, um, peanut butter. Um, okay. And then we do also B2B work. So we've got Ford stock locations. So we, are you familiar with the term for, for FSL, Ford stock location? No. No. So we, we keep uh, consumables for printers and IT equipment in town, engineers uh, that provide IT services to institutions, banks can move a lot quicker. They might use public transport or, or a bicycle. We deliver that, that the spare parts directly to meet with them. So we keep a very small float of spare parts that we can react quickly 24 hours a day and move those parts into London. Um, so that, that's more term used in business to business forward stock location. Uh, I, I guess it's stock, so it could be B2B or B2C, um, but it's having a small float of goods that you can react quickly and having warehouses in town allows us to do that. In your opinion, what is the future for final mile delivery? I think we're living in the future. Um, I, I just think we're gonna keep tightening the bolts. So um, better cargo bikes is a, is a huge development in micromobility. Um, so having the right purpose of vehicles, I think uh, a lot of uh, bike manufacturers are now talking to people like us and logistics to find out what we want rather than them going off and building the vehicles. So better vehicles, more micro warehousing, uh, the correct micro warehousing, because I think uh, people are going to find out what works and what doesn't work. Um, you you want to be as close to the consumers as possible, but you don't want to have a, a noisy neighborhood if you're living in it. So it's getting that balance right. Um, I think there'll be the future's automation robotics in warehousing. Not sure how long it'll be till it'll work in micro warehousing, small warehousing with very different sizes of goods and parts. Uh, big warehouses, definitely it's already working. Uh, there's robots picking. So that, that's, uh, that's not, we're living in the future, like I said, but it's keep, keep evolving and innovation in that, in that regard, I would say robotics and, and automation. We often see robotics being mentioned uh, in order to bridge the gap, especially given the labor shortage, whether it's drivers or warehouse workers. 
Do you see this as something that's purely bridging the gap given the increase in consumer demand? Or, or is it going to be a full push for automation moving forward? I'm, I'm a logistics man, not a technologist. So um, I, I, you know, if there's a technologist on the panel, they might have a completely different answer. I, I think it complements. I think it works in, in tandem. I don't think it will replace humans in, in, in the next five years, but definitely is roles and, and duties that can be done in the warehouse by a robot. But uh, I, the days of uh, us seeing just robots in warehouses and no humans, I, I think we've got a few years to go. Uh, not many, but uh, at the moment, it's, it's going I see it as a comp- complementing the human. Amazing. And also, just to wrap us up, future of Mango Logistics, how's it looking? The future is is definitely more micro warehousing around city centres, uh, getting closer to the client, and a lot more cargo bikes. Um, we want to try and have a, a zero uh, emission fleet, um, predominantly using cargo bikes. Obviously, longer distance, you need bigger vans, but we've already acquired quite a few electric vehicles over the last couple of years. So the fleet, I reckon, within a year would be completely zero emissions. So lots of warehouses close to the clients and last mile delivery on, on, on pedals, pedals and a bit of electric. Amazing. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing more of those green vehicles uh, opening around the city. And look, thank you again for sharing your insights. Thank you for having me.